hello, hello, and welcome again to The Art Of. We are finally here and finally together in this moment in time. I am Kiera and I am humbled and beyond grateful for your ear in this new space that I've purposely and intentionally manifested into the world. As a prelude to the first official episode, I wanted to take some time to share the story of how The Art Of came to be, the meaning behind the podcast, what you can essentially anticipate in upcoming episodes, and a little bit about me. So the story of how this podcast manifested, to be honest, it happened pretty fast and furiously over the course of a week in January. But what I will say is that I actually put into the universe on August of 2015 that I wanted to host my very own podcast. Y'all, nearly three whole years ago. I know, I know. So what I won't do is digress about what I was waiting on from then until now, since this is just the introduction. So I'll plan to revisit that when we have a little bit more time. I mean, it's one thing to know that you want to host a podcast, but it's another to know exactly what you're going to host a podcast about. And the ideas of what this podcast could actually be slowly began to transpire really in my mind over the past six months or so, but ultimately I wanted it to be a podcast created with purpose and intention. I believe that we are all created and born with a special assignment. Some call it purpose or calling, while I often refer to it as my why. At my core, I am a connector, curator, and cultivator. In my lifetime, I want to use my gifts to connect people with curated and cultivated spaces, places, and moments in time that empower and transform their lives. At this point in my journey, I've never been more clear or more confident on my why, and this is the year that I've decided to fully embrace all that I was divinely created to be. Now I'm going to try my best to help you understand the meaning behind the name of this podcast, so bear with me. The word art, as defined by Webster, is something that is created with imagination and skill that is beautiful or that expresses important ideas or feelings. In short, art is creating, art is imagining, art is ideating, art is expressing, artist feeling. So in my mind, anything that's considered art also lends itself to a specific approach or process that expresses not just ideas or feelings, but also information, thoughts, perspectives, and stories. If you combine the two, art is creation plus art as a process, as it relates to this podcast equals the creation of an approach or process to express the ideas feelings, information, thoughts, perspectives, and stories behind a particular subject matter. To give you an idea of a few examples, say an upcoming episode is entitled The Art of Authenticity. This would translate to understanding how to create a process or approach to be genuine or original. Say an upcoming episode is called The Art of Self-Discovery. This translates to understanding how to create a process or approach to discovering oneself. If it's still not crystal clear, no worries. Just keep listening to future episodes and I guarantee 
everything I just explained will come full circle. So now that you know the story behind the art of and possibly maybe understand how the name came to be, here's what you can anticipate. Every episode will be curated as intimate, informative, and inspiring conversations with special guests, as well as a lot of solo episodes based on what I feel is essential to encouraging and empowering you. But more importantly, I want to hear from you, your questions, your biggest challenges, what's holding you back, even your fears when it comes to manifesting your gifts and greatness into the world in order to live your best life so that I can read, reflect, and respond in future episodes. Since this podcast was created to be an experience, my desire is that when you listen to an episode that really speaks to you, it simultaneously moves you to tap into your power, your confidence, and shifts your mindset to manifest your gifts and greatness into the world, enabling you to live your best life. You're starting to get it. And whenever I'm referring to living your best life, it's whatever you decide that entails and looks like specifically for you because it's personal. Whether it's building an organization from the ground up, launching that new business, moving to a new country or complete financial freedom, you define your best life. Not your parents, not your peers, not your partner, not anyone else but you. I can't stress that enough. Nine times out of 10, my best life wouldn't be how you define your best life. Of course, there's a possibility for similarities, but your best life is unique to you. New episodes will air bi-weekly, but I won't make any promises, so you'll have to subscribe to The Art Of on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud at the moment, or even subscribe to my digital journal, also coming soon. If you're a fan of the media that is all things social, feel free to follow at Art of Pod on Instagram or my personal accounts at Very Kiera on Instagram and Twitter to stay connected and in the loop on the latest episodes. And just to share a little bit more about myself, I am originally from a very, very small town called Manning, South Carolina. Yes, I'm a Carolina girl. Um, And just to give you an idea of how small the town is, my graduating class was less than 200 students. Some part of me thinks we were right around 185. I could be wrong, but definitely less than 200 students. Our largest shopping center is, drumroll please, Walmart. Yes. And our largest dine-in restaurant is Shoney's. For those of you who may be unfamiliar, it's pretty much an American-style buffet. And Mariachi's, which is local Mexican cuisine, is probably a close runner-up. I moved to New York City immediately after graduating from the University of South Carolina with my ambition and pretty much an acceptance letter to the City College of New York to pursue a master's in branding and integrated communications. Ultimately, this was my one-way ticket, one would call it, to pursue my career in the world of advertising. Ironically, I did have a roommate, but the one thing that we didn't have was an apartment, so we decided that we would pick a weekend the month before we were supposed to move to find our apartment. Of course, Both of us being Southerners, 
had absolutely no idea that it was going to be practically impossible for us to find an apartment in one weekend for several reasons. A weekend equals two days. It was summertime, which everybody, their mama, and all the interns are in New York City trying to find a place. And not to mention the criteria for renting an apartment, which is on a whole nother level if you've never lived in New York City. I didn't have the first time save y'all, but listen, I was going to New York. I can't speak for my roommate at the time, but I went back to South Carolina completely culture shocked, but more driven than ever to really figure out how exactly this transition was going to happen. Shortly after, I learned that a hometown friend living in New York City at the time was moving back to South Carolina and ironically wanted to leave an entire month before her lease was ending. She reached out to me asking if I wanted to sublease her apartment for the last month since she knew I was in the midst of a transition and could use additional time to apartment hunt. Hallelujah. This was truly a blessing in disguise because my roommate-to-be was also starting an accelerated summer advertising portfolio program and we still didn't have an apartment. So even though we would both be sharing a bedroom, yes, one bedroom, I said that right, we both agreed to move forward and made arrangements to sublease that one bedroom. Fast forward to the day I arrived, what I remember the most was the blazing hot weather in New York City, but especially the fact that there was no central air in the room that my roommate and I were supposed to spend 30 whole days of our lives together. The heat was so unbearable that when my roommate arrived the following day, we immediately went to purchase an air conditioning unit for our window. And yes, I'm 99% sure we installed it ourselves. So thank God it didn't fall out of the window and really hurt someone. Now that we had one victory under our belt, our ultimate battle would be actually finding an apartment by the end of our one month sublease and time was ticking. After several hours of research, emailing, and viewings, we quickly realized that without actually having secured jobs in this city with an income of 40 times the rent, yes, 40 times the rent, we weren't going to be very successful getting our first apartment together on our very own. Plan B. We both decided we would have to sublease and go our separate ways temporarily. While on this fast and furious apartment hunt, I was also fortunate enough to connect with a young woman who happened to be a sorority sister of mine who was an undergrad at City College and was essentially another blessing in disguise who was gracious enough to help me navigate the newness and overwhelm of New York City. So my goal at the very beginning of the sublease was to have a decent place to stay along with a decent job. And after three weeks, I had seen room after room after room after room. And of course, nothing seemed to be big enough, affordable enough, or just overall livable enough. 
And then came this one apartment I arranged an appointment to view where I knew I would never consider renting after my grand 60-second tour. But the landlord was extremely friendly, so we naturally engaged in conversation. At some point in the conversation, she asked if I was looking for a job, and immediately I thought to myself, why, yes, yes, I am absolutely looking for a job. But of course, I play it cool, and turns out, She owned a restaurant in Harlem and felt like my style and personality would complement the restaurant, so she extended an interview on the spot. So the next day, I went to interview with the manager, and I'll never forget that when I walked in, a Jill Scott song was playing, and Jill is my girl, y'all. So this was a subtle confirmation that Jill and the universe had my back. Needless to say, after the interview, I got hired on the spot to start the following week and so much of the uneasiness and frustration I was feeling instantly began to leave my spirit, y'all. Shortly after securing my new job, I was signing my new sublease to my new apartment within days of getting hired before I was southbound to pack up my life and officially make my big move to New York City. When I say God and the universe align the stars, sun, moon, and the entire solar system to conspire on my behalf, it's still an understatement. It's really hard to describe, but at the time I felt so full, so favored, and beyond blessed. And there's so much more I could share, but I'll say this. Chasing my career and my future all the way to New York City where I had zero family or friends nearly five years ago has been one of the most empowering and transformative experiences of my life to date. Fast forward to today, I have a wonderfully challenging yet fulfilling new role at an extraordinary agency where I can begin cultivating my career in experiential marketing, met my phenomenal partner who loves, supports, and inspires me in every way, along with my very own special community of peers, colleagues, professionals, mentors and friends who have helped make my time in New York City all the more memorable and meaningful. For better or worse, it's still so humbling and so surreal that I had the courage, ambition, and faith to take the risk to embark on such a unique, unparalleled, and unforgettable journey. I didn't ask what if. My question was, why not? Why not take the risk? Why not trust your gut? Why not embrace the struggle if it's only temporary? Why not challenge yourself? Why not figure it out? Why not take the leap? Why not build your future? Why not be brave? Why not take the steps necessary to begin living your best life? Before we end, I mentioned earlier that I want to hear from each of you, and I'm serious. If you haven't realized, this podcast was created with you in mind, and the only way that I can encourage and empower you is through your feedback. With that said, here are a few questions that I have for you. How do you personally define living your best life? And what's in the way of you living your best life? Also, what gifts have you been blessed with? And what's in the way of you manifesting them into the world? Once you've given these questions some thought, here's what I'd love for you to do. Journal your response in a notebook or record a voice memo. 
take it a step further and engage in a conversation with a mentor, relative, partner, friend, or peer that you trust and respect to discuss your response with. The last thing I encourage you to do is also share your written or audio response with me at artofpodcast at icloud.com because self-discovery and self-awareness will be the first steps you take in order to live your best life. Until next time, thank you for listening.